and welcome to this edition of the He Doesn't Waste a Thing podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, The episode that you're about to hear is an episode that I actually recorded at the very end of 2019 uh, when I went on a mission trip to Turkey with some friends of mine. I was on the trip with 15 other people, pastors, ministry leaders, and all kinds of wonderful, good, terrific people, and I encountered my next guest on that trip. Uh, He was part of our team. He is amazing, and I'm so excited that I got to meet him and get to know him, and when I did that, I knew for sure that you would want to meet him too. So today, um, we are sharing this wonderful episode that I recorded with the pastor of Life Church Columbus, Mississippi, Jody Andrews. So sit back and relax. I know you're going to enjoy it. Welcome to the show, Jody. I'm glad you're here. It's good to be here. Yay! I'm excited. In the country of Turkey. In the country of Turkey. Like, you didn't see yourself filming a podcast in the country of Turkey, I guess. No. No, but here we are. (laughs) But he's a glutton for punishment, and I'm like, hey, would you do a podcast? And he's like, sure, no problem. And I just met you. I know. This is crazy. But But I like you. Oh, yay! I like you, too. That's why I had you on my show. Yay! Um, So tell us a little bit about you. You're a pastor of a church. How long have you been doing that? Well, I've been pastoring really for about 29 years. He but, looks way younger than that, y'all. But go but, ahead. Uh, yeah, I think I do. Um, <laughs> 29 years, but I've been senior pastor for about seven or eight of those. Okay. The rest of the time I've been kind of associates, youth pastor, kind of a helping, a helping role. Right. Yeah. And you lived in Oklahoma for a little while. Uh, yep, yeah, I've lived a lot of places for a little while. Okay. <laughs> You know, I could ask a really challenging question, like, yeah. what's your favorite church that you've yeah. pastored? Yeah, I w- we shouldn't do that. Because <laughs> they could be listening today. They could be. And, like, yeah. we don't, we're not about f- offending people, right? No, we're no, not. We love, we love people. Yes. Okay, tell me about how you became a Christ follower. Well, it all started when I was a little fella. My mom and dad uh, uh, were in church all the time. They gave their hearts to the Lord uh, later in life. But uh, when I came along, I uh, started church young, so I gave my heart to God when I was, well, honestly, I don't remember. I remember when I was baptized, mm-hmm. so I was baptized at nine, Okay. and um, and that's when I got called to ministry, actually. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So did you spend your whole teenage years and young adult years uh, pursuing ministry, or uh, what did that look like for you? Pretty much. I mean, I, <clears throat> I by no means was perfect. So, uh, glad to know that unless the rest of us (laughs) off the hook, but go ahead. Just wanted to make sure everybody (laughs) knew that, but yeah, I grew up in church. So I spent, honestly, I was in church several times a week. Uh So I just got involved in church ministry from youth pastors all the way up, uh, encouraged me. And, um, I just heard a call from God as I had a dream, uh, when I was nine years old, kind of a daydream where God spoke to me. Tell us a little and, bit uh, about that. If you share what yeah. you want to of it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I that that week at church, we basically uh, spent time praying for people in our church, and we came home. And <clears throat> my parents, as our custom, we would have a kind of like a short twenty thirty minute Bible study at home. Not every day, but from time to time. And we came home one day uh, from church, and we prayed for people in the church. And as we were praying for people. At nine years old, I can I can so remember it today. I was just moved with uh, compassion, and I was praying for older ladies in our church that I didn't really know, but literally just God's compassion poured over me. I started bawling, crying, and um, and literally the next day, here's where the dream comes in. The next day, 
I'm in the kitchen. I come home from school. I'm in the kitchen at our house, and I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And, yeah, that's the best, right? Right, absolutely. And, uh, has to be creamy peanut butter and grape jelly, of course. <laughs> on white bread? On white bread. On white oh, bread, yeah. 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 We can leave the crust on there. But <laughs> as I'm making the sandwich, I go and I really have a daydream, and I'm dreaming and dreaming about being this professional football player, literally. And you have to understand, when I was, I was, I was a little rail. I mean, I was a skinny little fellow. I wasn't the guy picked to play on the team. I was the last guy picked, all of that kind of stuff. So I was daydreaming about being a football player. While I was daydreaming about running down the field, um, the crowds were cheering for me. I, immediately, the scene switched, and the people were standing in stands, and I was behind a pulpit sharing the gospel. Wow. That was at nine years old. And it's interesting, later... Six years into my marriage, when we were in ministry, I actually stood in India and literally saw the exact same picture of that happening. I mean, it makes me almost cry telling the talk. For about sure. Right what, a, what an amazing testimony of just mm -hmm. God speaking to your heart, but then your faithfulness to God to walk that out and to pursue the calling that he put on your life without having what I call some spiritual vacations along the way. Right. I mean, yeah. what a great thing. So you're married. You have children. I'm married. Yes, I've been married for 29 years. Whoop, whoop. Yep, just in case she's listening, I got it right, 29, <laughs> and uh, I have two kids, two grandkids, and they're both married, my two kids, I got two grandkids, and a third one on the way. Right, and one of your granddaughters is Wonder Brave. Yeah, Wonder and, Brave, actually, how, and, yeah, how'd you remember that? Yeah, I, I watched a cute little video yeah. of her yeah, on the bus, there so, you go. Uh, and um, what, a, what a wonderful name for a grandchild, you know, because yeah. children are a wonder, for uh -huh. sure. Um, so tell me a little bit about your church. Our church is a, it started off as kind of like a replant. Another church, there's a whole lot, I'll, I'll stay away from the whole history of it. We right. don't have enough time. But uh, we actually came and took over a church that was planted by another church that we were a, a part of, a staff of. And um, uh, we uh, started in 2012, kind of like a relaunch. It was in a, they, were, they, they started it, it didn't go very well, and we were invited to come be a part of it. So... We are not, obviously, we're non-denominational, spirit-filled, just Christ. We're a kingdom church and right. uh, love our community. And we have, con uh, God's given us strategic ways to get into our community and do things to, to shift our culture. Right. Here's one of my favorite questions to ask, especially pastors, um, because this is something that I'm super passionate about. So I'm always curious about how other people teach this. But if I said to you, um, what does the voice of God sound like? How would you respond to that? Ooh, what does the voice of God sound like? I think we God's voice sounds comes across in so many different ways. I think He speaks to us in music. He speaks through us through nature. He speaks through us through things we're watching that we see. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you can audibly hear His voice. I think He speaks to us through pictures and dreams. So I think His voice to me just sound it sounds. It's what it, I think it's things that catch your attention. Right where you hear His heart. Gosh, that's a really great way to put that. Um, you know, I think God is always interested in captivating our attention mm -hmm. uh, so that we focus our eyes on him. And so we begin to see the wonder of that. Um, so you also are an entrepreneur. I guess so. Yeah. You own coffee shops, right? Yeah. That's where I'm yeah. headed with this uh, yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes, I am an entrepreneur. Yes. Tell us about it. Like if we're in Columbus, is that where yeah. your coffee shops are? Oh, yeah. We have. We actually own our our church owns, our ministry itself owns three coffee shops. And okay. we own our own roaster, too. So we roast all of our own coffee. 
and um, for all three shops. And then we also uh, have just begun, we wholesale it out as well. So um, that's a new, we're just getting started with that. So that's actually a part of the church and not something that you do on your own. Yes, right. It's part of the church. But my wife and I, I don't think it'd be a part of the church if we weren't there. Sure. We're very, we, we've, we've always been very entrepreneur. We've had other businesses. Um, matter of fact, we planted a church in Texas. And um, the way we started that church was with a shave ice stand. This oh, way, wow. This way we're using coffee shops, but we actually started the shave ice stand six months before the church launched. And uh, we built, reached our community you know, got to know people, invited people that would come and buy shave ice. And uh, that's how we started. That's awesome. Yeah. So you, I, you, this is a totally side, side trail here. You told me a little bit about green bean. I mean, uh -oh. white beans, light beans, light roast well, and oh, caffeine. Yeah. Like what, tell us about that. That's uh -oh. like that. Cause I've got some coffee drinkers that yeah. listen to my podcast. Uh oh, what am I supposed to tell you now? Now, if my son or any of our staff, or any of our team hears this podcast, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> Because I'm just the guy they call to fix things. That's all I do, and uh, and uh, and so I've got to be careful about that. But I, so I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to tell you about that. But uh, well, you what did I tell we, you? You told me if we wanted to get more caffeine. Punch. Oh, oh, okay. I can tell you this. I've, okay. yeah, I've been well trained in this. So yeah. if you want more caffeine, you got to go for the lighter roast. So uh, a white a white espresso actually has three times the amount of caffeine as a regular roast. So. A lot of people, it's a lot of people think the darker and the that's me. The I muddier think that. the coffee uh -huh. is, the more ca the stronger it is, the more caffeine you get. But that's not true. See, inquiring minds want to know. Like we have now helped people out who need that extra caffeine punch. They know not to go for the dark roast, to go for the light roast, right? That's right. What's your favorite blend that your coffee shop makes? Oh, I don't drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you just asked the wrong question. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, you should get a favorite, even if you don't drink it. Look, I, that is it so totally good. choked him up. He's over here. Yeah, it all smells good. You're making me laugh so hard. Um, well, who knew? See, this is the this is the benefit of I having a podcast coffee. with somebody that you've only met for like three or four days ago, right? Yeah. But but the truth is, Jody made a big splash. Um, he's a kind of bigger than life personality, and I knew that this would be a super fun podcast. So. Um, <laughs> Like I'm, I'm like okay. Where do we go with this now? He doesn't drink coffee. I don't drink so, coffee. Like, he yeah. doesn't drink coffee. What's your drink of choice then? Oh, hot chocolate and tea, of course. <laughs> You're from the south. Does that mean you drink sweet tea? I do drink sweet tea. Yeah, but I like hot. I like hot tea as well. Do you? Yeah. Um, what is your true passion uh, as far as pastoring? Like, is there a vein that you have a real passion for? Well, I I think it's it's one of the reasons we do the coffee shops. I think the my heart is to see people transform that actually transform cities. So right. I don't want to just have church to have church. I grew up in church all my life. And, um, and I want to, I believe we have church to equip people to actually go outside the walls right. and touch people's lives. And uh, that's one of the ways we do it even through our coffee shops. So we've had, we've had several, can I tell you a little bit about the coffee shops? Please a do. A little bit more. Here's I'll the totally deal. do. I want Let me to just that. tell you about the coffee shops. We were approached, short story, uh, the short version of the story is we were approached to purchase a coffee shop. We bought the coffee shop um, with a building, an apartment attached to it as well. And um, uh, we bought that shop and we ended up another shop being offered to us. And uh, the, each of those shops already had employees. 
So we literally met with them and we asked them to stay on with us, not knowing their backgrounds. You know, they weren't all believers or Christians. They didn't go to church. Some of them had crazy lifestyles, but we felt like God told us to bring them on and let them let them buy into our values as a church um, and, and our values for the, for people. So we did that. And since then, we've probably had 10 of our current employees that have given their hearts to the Lord. That is awesome. And some of them are serving full-time at our church right now. That is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and then do they, if they stay in, and they stay and serve in the coffee shop, then they're now uh, inspired to share the gospel with the people who come into the coffee shop as no well. No doubt. That's the big thing about our coffee shops. We have people, um, that come in um, from many places, and the one thing they say is the atmosphere in there changes. And it's cool. Somebody could be serving them that they don't. They actually don't have a relationship with God. Some of them, uh-huh. uh, but we're continually working on them. Something else too about our coffee shops is we have, to our knowledge, um, we're the we're the only um, Christian organization that has a business located on a military. Uh, consolation we have a coffee shop on columbus air force base that's awesome and we went through a lot of red tape and a lot of legal things to make that happen but we actually have one of our coffee shops is on our military base in the town that's awesome that we're in. so you also get to share the gospel on the base in places other people couldn't get to big time yes that's wonderful that's super awesome um well i just like to always wind my podcast down with a few rapid fire questions these are not deep and theological these are just fun Uh-oh. and uh just off the top of your head off the cuff uh kind of thing so uh should i be nervous um no not really everybody okay. a lot of people are that when i get to this point they're like oh my gosh what if i say the wrong answer but there's not a wrong answer because they're your opinions they're okay. your, your they're your thoughts they're your opinions right okay so for instance do you have a movie that you watch over and over that you probably know the the dialogue to uh-oh well italian job awesome i have no idea what that movie is awesome <laughs> best book you've ever read that wasn't the bible oh man how about tale of three kings okay who wrote the book Edwards. Somebody Edwards. Gene, Gene Edwards. <laughs> All Gene right, Edwards. look, see, he, you already know the answer to these questions, right? Yes. So we know you're not a coffee drinker, but you like hot chocolate and tea, but is it sweet tea? Uh, yes, of course. You're from Mississippi. It's yeah. got to be sweet tea, of right? Of course. All right. Are there alligators where you live? There actually are. All right. Yes. Has anybody, has, have any of them ever been in your front yard? In Florida, they were, but not Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, if somebody comes to Mississippi, what's the one thing they can't they can't leave the state without seeing besides your church? Our coffee shops. Your coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aside from your church and your coffee shops, what's the what's the attraction for Mississippi? Well, our city would be the antebellum homes. Okay. We've got tons of homes. All right. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> do you have a life verse? No, not really. Okay. Is that bad? No, no. Some yeah. people have a life chapter and some people have a life verse and some people's like, I just like the Bible. Yeah, yeah there you go. Right, whatever. So no, it's, there's, I told you there's not a wrong answer. Good, I feel good about that. <laughs> you're, you're totally good to go. Um, so what's a pet name your wife calls you? Oh, good looking. <laughs> All right. And when you answer the phone, what does she say? When I answer what? what when now? she calls and you answer the phone. How do you answer the phone? I said, hey, babe. Hey, babe. All right. See, I always say, um, "Hey, gorgeous." That's how I. That's how I address oh, my husband. You when call calls. your husband gorgeous. I do. I call him, hey, gorgeous. Poor guy. He's a words of affirmation. <laughs> he's a words of affirmation guy. Like I'm oh. not a words of affirmation person, oh. so okay. I had to learn that language to to love him better. There you go. So I struggle sometimes, but he he loves me anyway because I make an effort, right? There you go. All right. Uh, what's your, what's your wife's uh, top two love languages? 
Oh, hers is gift giving? Yes, gifts are the best. Gifts are my love language, too. And then the second one is gift giving. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Like, that is my kind of girl. We, we I'm going to have to meet your wife now because... We're going to be best friends. I can already tell. We have a lot in common. There you go. All right. Um, if you could say one thing to make Jesus famous, what would it be? Oh, he's awesome. I mean, he just he's he's a life changer. He's a life changer. Yeah. That's really good. So thanks for hanging out with me today. If people wanted to invite you to, to speak at their church or um, watch your church online, how would, mm -hmm. they, how would they contact you? Well, they can go to lifechurchcolumbus.com or lifechurchgtr. That's Golden Triangle. Okay. Lifechurchgtr.com. Okay. That'd probably be the easiest way. Okay. And will they get you or will they get your secretary? Oh, if they go to the website, then they go to the email that's on there. They will get. They will actually get me. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, but that... don't tell anybody that. <laughs> the whole world they'll, will never know that, They'll right? get the secretary and me. She, All right. She gets both. We get both, yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, and so we'll put your uh, the website to your uh, church and how to get a hold of you in the show notes That's so when awesome. this comes out. So um, thanks for hanging yeah. out with me. Thanks for doing an impromptu podcast in the middle of Turkey. Turkey. Do you know what town we're in? I have no idea. I can't pronounce it, but Casa we're on the du coast. We're close to Ephesus. We're close to Ephesus. Like 10 we have, minutes away. We have been... Kadoosh, we got somebody in studio here. We got here. somebody here with us. That's not supposed to be talking. <laughs> but... <laughs> I always say the name of the town we're in backwards, so yeah, it's... I'm not saying the name. Say it out loud. We're in Turkey. Kadoosh. Kadoosh. No, that's... Kadoosh. I don't think it's Kadoosh. I don't think so either. I think she has you saying something. I think that's we're not in... Good. We're in... <laughs> well, we're somewhere in Turkey. Yes. And we're we have on the been, coast. We have been to Istanbul and Izmir, and we have been Kudasa. to... Kudasa. Yes. Something like that, Kadasha. I don't know. Yeah, we don't speak Turkish, uh -uh. so we're just trying to I'm we're just, just trying to survive. I've just been going around. <laughs> We've just been eating kebabs everywhere. We have. As you can tell, we had a great time in Turkey, and what a privilege to not only go on a mission trip with Pastor Jody, but just to have him say yes when I asked him to record a podcast episode with me. So thank you, Pastor Jody, for being a part of the show. I know everybody was as blessed as I was uh, to hear the show and to enjoy uh, your humor and your fun and your wisdom. So thanks, Pastor Jody, for being a part of the show. This is that time when I ask you, the listener, to do those three simple favors. First of all, maybe you're a first-time listener, or maybe you just haven't done this yet, but if you haven't, would you just take a moment and hit that subscribe button? That way all the latest episodes will be in your feed waiting for you when you're ready to listen. Second, would you go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating? That helps my podcast bubble up to the top and um, makes it easier to find. And finally, and most importantly, would you do me one big favor and would you share this podcast with your friends and invite them to give it a listen? I think if you do, they'll be hooked and they'll want to hear all of the episodes. So share, share, share. And thanks, thanks, thanks. Thanks to you to the listener for joining us today. And remember, until we come back again, he doesn't waste a thing.